Hello, everyone, and welcome to Voices to Dream. I'm Suzanne Mann, your host. I'm also known as the Challenge Girl. And this episode is out of my comfort zone. I'm just about to go and tape it. I have not met my guest before. It's a topic that I have not really explored much before, and it's a little scary for me. So I really hope you enjoy it. You are going to be in this with me. Let's see how we go. Please like, subscribe, comment, uh, especially whichever way you're If you're listening to this on Apple Music, uh, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'd love if you're able to subscribe. I'd so appreciate it. And truly, let me know what you think, because I don't really know what I'm getting myself in for. But I I hope we both explore and enjoy together. See you soon. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Voices to Dream, the podcast. I'm Suzanne Mann, and I have, I'm actually sort of going to call her a mystery guest with me today because I'm going to be using a pen name. And I have never, before coming onto this Zoom call now, we have never met. We have simply messaged and we've been Instagram friends. And so we are totally going to get to know each other with you today. And I'm really excited to, yeah, I was saying in my pre-thing that our topic is a little bit different for me and a little bit out of my comfort zone. So I'm really looking forward to it. Now, so I'm just introducing you as everyone. Please welcome B. (laughs) It's such a funny pen name, I know. Um, it's it's short for Betty, really. That was my original uh, pen name um, back when I started writing out there more so was probably 2016. Yes. So I just go by B, the mind B? of B. Okay, mm-hmm. beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm first going to do, I'm going to start with a check-in and then I'm going to get B to explain. So you've been just given a bit of a clue that she's an author of some kind. But we're going to explore that a bit further as well. Be, before we start, I always just like to check in with my guests to see how you're going today, you know, how, you, how you're checking in. How are you this morning? And where are you coming to us from? So I am here in, it's not quite cold, Toronto. <laughs> We're having this like weird weather spell here, but it's sunny. Um, it's, it's. The sun is shining. It was cloudy this morning, so I was kind of feeling, mm, you know, kind of the blues, winter blues, but the sun came out. I took a shower for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yes, I'm I'm doing wonderful. I am probably at the most peace I've ever been in um, many, many years. So the, you're getting me on a, on a wonderful, peaceful, sunny day. Wow. Oh, that's really mm-hmm. nice to hear. Now, B, I'm see. I think that you saying that you've taken a shower for us is a sure <laughs> sign that you have children. <laughs> that I do. That I do. B, yes. Can you tell me a little bit? Of, tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Why you? Why I've invited you here today? <laughs> 
Well, um, so yeah, I am, how old am I now? I'm going to be 43 this year, uh, this April. I have uh, twin boys. They're going to be 11 this April. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a single mom and I've been navigating this life single for the past eight years. And uh, I have really just come back to who I am as a woman before kids, before the marriage, before life. And um, I think that's probably what resonated with you is just the way I I write and, and how I'm trying to become more authentic with myself first. Mm. And, uh, and it's, I guess people are, are picking that up. And I think that's what our world is craving right now is the authenticity. And uh, even though I do write under a pen name, (laughs) that allows me a little bit more room to be um, true, true, true to myself. So, yeah. Well, you've got, I think when you've got kids and to consider and you know you, you other responsibilities you've got to keep that in mind as well but yes. see now what's your blog called so the blog is kind of debunked right now the 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 formal blog that originally got me started into this it's called sex in the six so i don't know if you're familiar with the show called sex in the city mm-hmm. so pretty pretty iconic show and i grew up with them. And as you know, if you watch that show, you kind of resonate with one or more or all of the characters. And I've always, I resonated really strongly with Carrie, which the writer and a little bit of Samantha, because there was a little bit of stuff inside of me that I hadn't really explored. And uh, so I kind of merged the two and and I'm from Toronto and Toronto's called The Six. So. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah, loving, lovingly coined by our our Drake. If you you know who Drake is, Drake the, the singer. Yes. Oh, so okay. He's, <laughs> he's from Toronto, and he kind of coined that phrase. The six, the six is is uh, reflective of our six boroughs, uh, our six ah. kind of towns that make up the city of Toronto. Yeah. So I I just kind of called it sex in the sit in the six. Um, because I was newly single, I had just left my my husband, and uh, amicably everything is is wonderful. Um, but I started this blog because I was dating online after, and I was new to the online world because I'd been with my <sighs> partner for like uh, twelve years. So the online world was like, all of these men are at my fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> Are they real? <laughs> are they real? And are they, they're liking me. Like it gave me an ego. It, it stroked my ego for sure. Because I, again, had been with the same partner for 12 years. I had twins. Mm. So my body had changed. And, um, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't know what it was like to date. Yeah. Especially online. So some of the stories I was telling my friends and they're like, you can't make this shit up. And <laughs> You should really write, you should really write this stuff down. So I started writing this blog and again, I write the way I speak. I don't, I don't use big words and uh, it's not pretentious. It's just real. 
And uh, so I started this blog and, and it went viral. People around the world were reading this and I was blown away because again, I'm, I feel like I'm just this girl in Toronto writing about my own life and other people are actually experiencing the same sort of things. Yeah. So, um, and then because of that blog, I started on Twitter and I came across this wonderful community of writers and other bloggers and um, just really started putting some, and again, on Twitter, you can only write really short. Yes. Yes. Um, which I, which I really enjoy that style because especially with the online world, we don't have, uh, you know, time, uh, to read these big, long poems and poetry. And, um, I think it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. So these little short, little quick hits, um, of my random thoughts just took off and, and I, yeah. And here I am on Instagram and Twitter. And so, yeah, that's kind of how I started writing. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you've never had any, I don't know, you hadn't like thought to write a book or anything in the first place, or you were never like always, oh, I really want to be a writer. Yes, I, I, I do. So I was an English, English lit in high ah. school and, and I've, I loved poetry and anything written. I was a bookworm. I was that girl in grade school who would rather sit at recess outside under a tree and read a book than play with the boys and other girls. So, um, so yeah, it was always in me and, uh, I, I just didn't know that I didn't feel that people would actually want to read my stuff. Mm. I, you know, again, it's that whole self, mm. I don't know if it's protection, unworthiness that you feel. Um, yeah. So, and now I'm actually sitting on a book that I've been writing, coinciding with the blog. And uh, I'm just waiting for the right moment to, to put that out. But yeah, it's always been in, in me. Yeah. I just didn't have an outlet. Yeah. I totally get it. We were chatting a bit before we started and I was saying, and truly it is, it's something that I'm always trying to concentrate on stopping saying just about myself. I'm just a mom. I'm just a podcaster or, you know, just a, yeah, I just do this <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know if it's a female thing or, you know, it's just a personality type. I think our, our generation too, right? And and if we look at our, I always say we're always we're we're all products of our parents and mm -hmm. their parents and their parents. It's generational, right? And we've I remember being told, "Don't be you. You better be humble. Yeah. Don't be humble. Don't be. Don't brag. Don't you know?" So it's this this messaging that we receive as children of of shunning ourselves mm. in order to not be perceived a certain way by others right yes yeah but in in reality it's this balance isn't it it's this balance between getting the self-confidence still having the humility but understanding that there's a balance there and and it's okay to have you know it's okay to have an ego but not to let it take over you exactly you know? balance and especially when you come from being feeling like you've been stifled and told to be quiet your whole life 
it's it's hard really coming to terms with you actually finding your voice. Yes. And you and not saying those just terms. Yes, definitely. Now, yeah. when I started, so, okay, when I even, I told a friend that I was going to be interviewing you and a friend back in Australia, and he started following you on Instagram as well. And straight away he went, oh my gosh, Suzanne, seriously? (laughs) Because. (laughs) But I think, okay. So just to explain to everyone, B writes phenomenal stuff. But, and so I follow B mainly on Instagram and one of the things that you do now as well is that my understanding is that you have people contact you and explain how they are feeling in a relationship and you put into words what they perhaps are not able to. Hmm. And so there was part of me that went, wow, I, you know, I just love that. But most of it has this sexual side hmm. to it. And So for me, and again, you know, I don't know if it comes and it's, I don't think it's not, it's not necessarily upbringing in that it's directly what your parents said, but upbringing, even in terms of how you've brought yourself up. Like I know, like I was trying to write, I wrote down some words and I'm like, you know, for me talking about sex (laughs) was, was seen to be, you know, like risque taboo a bit you know naughty um and so for me that's why when when I was reading your stuff I'm like this is so out of my comfort zone but I love it I love it because that's the part that feels like it's exploring this part exactly what you said when you said you left your husband and you were trying to explore your authentic self so Mm -hmm. I mean, is that what, is that what you feel like you're doing for people? And is that, I mean, have you, ever since you got divorced, is that something that just sort of like, you went, look, let's do this. No, not at all. all. Again, you know, going back to the whole pen name thing, sex for me, I, I grew up in a very, my mom was is evangelical so mm. sex is off the top like you don't talk about it mm-hmm. you don't dress a certain way you don't speak a certain way you don't think a certain way everything was you know taboo does she know what you do now absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not um maybe after this she might um, <laughs> so she knows I am um I am not religious. Um so so this whole pen name was was to kind of protect me from being seen by anyone who knew me or knew my family, um just for that self-protection. Now, as I'm becoming again more connected with my true self, and and I'm in I'm in alignment with who I am. I know who yeah. I am. I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And um, I really don't care now. Like the hence why I'm not hiding my face. I, I'm not you know 
pretending to be someone else, um, you just become more comfortable in who you are. And it doesn't matter. The reactions of anyone else is not up to me. It's not up in my control and I'm not going to worry about it. So if by chance, I'm not going to go out and blatantly shove it in her face because I know she disagrees with this kind of thing. Um, And I respect her, her opinions for that. Um, but I, I'm not going to shun myself anymore mm. and keep myself under, under a rock just to appease anyone else. So yeah, that's kind of the coming to your own self journey, a lot more comfortable now than I'm when yeah. I first, um, and to go to your, your question about how, how other people, how I'm doing this for other people again, I never really set out with the intention of really helping anyone. (laughs) I was just voicing and ranting about these horrible dates and fantastic dates. And, and then, and then it started to come in where men were writing into me saying, I'm understanding my partner, my wife, my girlfriend, because I'm seeing the world and your experience through your eyes and a woman's eyes. And, and that was like, Oh my God, I've, I've, I've got something here mm. and I've never wanted to monetize off of it or sell anything or collaborate with a, like, I don't do any of that because again, it's not who I am. Yeah. Authentic to me. Um, but during the pan- first part of the pandemic, I started, um, cause I was getting these requests of people asking me to write a love letter to their boyfriend or, their unrequited love and uh, all of these things getting these requests I'm like well I'll charge a little bit because it does take some time and it's longer pieces and um custom to those those stories so I I just charged 20 bucks Canadian which is like I don't know five dollars (laughs) U.S. yeah um but it's again it's it's just it, it inspires me. Mm. It, it, it gets me creative. It's um, it gets those juices flowing and I just love it. So that's kind of how that ties in. Do they tell, well, do you know, or is it, you know, it's up to them. Do they tell their partner that you wrote it or do they say that they wrote it? Yeah, no, they say I've, I've written it for them, but um, again, it's from information that they've given me. So they've given me like little nicknames or there's always something that really ties it make it makes it personal yeah so they're they know I that they know that their 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 person has told me certain things and I kind of work it into the story or you know yeah so it's uh so they know I love that I love that there were the yeah there are people saying that they're understanding things better through yeah, your explanation I, that's that's amazing you know that's um a huge compliment it's the best compliment any yeah. writer honestly yeah. definitely yeah. definitely I love that and do you know well and so this is this is it for me talking about you know so I mean your post might be something like explaining how you want someone to touch you how what 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 you want them yeah what you want them to do to you what you want to do to them you know why are we so scared of saying these things 
again, I think it's, it's that, how are you going to be perceived by the other person? Mm. Um, we're so worried, especially in, in our society nowadays, we're so worried about how others are going to perceive us. So, you know, we're so cautious. And if we're, especially with, you know, a kink, if you've got a kink, if you really want, I don't know, go anywhere. If, if you wanted someone to, you know, um, choke you, how do you get that across to someone that you're just starting to date? And, and there's such, there's still so much, um, taboo with, with kink and, and even just, just things that you like. It doesn't even, it's not even a, a weird, it shouldn't even mm-hmm. be thought it's weird. Um, or is no, it, I, I guess I feel like sometimes maybe it, like with anything, I mean, not necessarily even on the sexual side, but sometimes when you tell someone what you'd like done, it's seen as a criticism on them. There's that too, especially from from a female explaining to a man what what they want done they can yeah. they can take it personally right well oh, I'm not doing this good enough for you or and it's not and especially when you've when when you're when you're in an intimate relationship there should be nothing but trust and and if you don't have that trust then I don't think you should be with that person physically intimately you have to have trust as the the, the only way you can ever mm-hmm get to any level and, and keep going and keep exploring. If you don't have that communication and that trust, it. mm. it's communication, it's understanding of each other. Um, I think that is, is what's, what's holding people back is they just don't have the trust. Yeah. And that, yeah. And that fear, as you're saying, I mean, okay, straight up someone, you say you like, you want to be choked. <laughs> And my, my first response is, oh my gosh, (laughs) like that's, that's it. But I guess that's where as well, I'm all about having conversations, you know, it's it's part of voices to dream. I'm like, use your voice, have a conversation. I'm thinking maybe it's just a matter of, you know, your partner says that to you, you say, why, you know, what, what, what yeah. do you, what's rather than what, you that? what, 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 where does that bring you? What makes that's what, right. what you feel? Yeah, that's right. Or like one of the things I would probably say is, aren't you afraid I'm going to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or, or, or I don't want you to do it to me. Cause I'm afraid you're going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. And, and yes, there's those concerns and those are concerns and, 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 I think it's, it really helps. Like it, I, I was never into anything. What we would say is non vanilla mm-hmm. before, um, before leaving my husband, I was just, I was, I was always a very sexual person, but I didn't understand my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always, and, and, and probably a lot of women can relate to this is, you know, we've, I was, I was the strong, I was the dominant one. I was the leader. 
in all of my relationships because I always felt I had to be right. Um, I didn't understand submission or surrender, whichever term you like best. Um, because I grew up in a household where my mom was the stay at home mom. My dad controlled everything. And I refused to have that life for myself. So I was always independent financially, emotionally, physically, like I did everything myself. Mm -hmm. And, and when it came to sex, sometimes I would do that myself too, because (laughs) I wasn't getting what I needed from a partner physically or emotionally. And then when I, when I was single, I started dating and, and there's a whole lot of stuff out there that I had no idea I even would consider I liked. Yeah. Um, until you meet a partner who is like, Hey, what do you think of this? And it's those conversations. And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. And then, and then there's a trust grows and you, you get excited by them. And all of a sudden you're just like, whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want. And when you, you become better able to let go with a partner, especially as a strong woman to have someone who can, who can take those reins, especially in the bedroom, mm-hmm. I think really, really changed my, my, my view of sexuality too. So it wasn't all my doing. It was the right partner at the right time yeah. and understanding how trust works and, and, and really getting to f- try things. And if I didn't like it, I didn't like it. Then move on. What's yeah. next? Yeah. So how do you think, in a way, I can understand it being easier to explore with new partners. How do you think you do that if you're not? You know, when you're in a, I mean, I've been married, well, I've been married for 17 years now. Like, how do you, how do you explore that, do you think, without, your partner without feeling like, and again, it's fear, it's fear on your own side, but without feeling like your partner is going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. But what if they say, holy shit, let's go. Like (laughs) what is the other answer? Or how do you, how do you even, how do you even come up with the ideas? So what I had done with, before me and my ex uh, split, what was big at the time was um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. yes. And there's varying there's varying views on the book, whatever. But I read it um, and I, I, it, it excited me because, again, it was things that I had never I'd seen or kind of heard of, whisper, and, but I had never really read about like that. And so I, I wanted him to read the book. I'm like, you read it. Ah, yeah. And like, I kind of, I'm kind of getting excited by a couple of these things. Not everything, but a couple of them. Like, and and he'd be like, and he 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 just wasn't into it. Yeah, <laughs> that was fine. Um, but I felt better communicating those things to him because. I was then able to say, okay, well, if you don't like that, how about 
I do this, you watch like, and we, and I could kind of maneuver different ideas that way. It ended up not working out with him and I, but uh, I think when you're in a, in a long-term and it, and you're, it, because we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving. We're constantly being exposed to new things. And, 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 and as we get older, we tend to become more aware of who we are and what we like and what we don't mm. like anymore. And some things, change and when you've been doing the same thing and the same person for so long you you can fall into that you know mundane routine life kids work mm-hmm. it's tiring I always say you make time you have to make time for you and the partner however that looks you have to be away from the kids or a, an hour have the kids go to a babysitter or something you have to do that for each other and and make those plans and get get spiced up for each other and keep keep that flame going it's so cliche but I think those having those conversations pretend you're dating again for the first time Hmm. you know it's so exciting going on a new date it's awful it sucks really (laughs) because it's so awful out there right now but you get that excitement when you finally get someone and you're like okay I'm gonna go for a coffee with this person and and so even if it's just going for a coffee with your with your partner of 17 20 25 30 years get excited about it do some build-up um we and understand again that hey we're we're emotional beings and we need to be stimulated emotionally so tell them like, why don't you text me in the morning that you're thinking of me? Like sometimes they need a little coaching too, mm. or ask them, Hey, like, what, what, what would you like? You know, surprise <laughs> him when he gets home from work, get on your knees for a minute. Just <laughs> walk, walk <away>. It's really <laughs> a getting yourself out of well, I'm sure it's not for everyone, but it, it it can be a real getting yourself out of your comfort zone. Thing. Yeah. And I think we also put too much onus on the partner to, to bring us out of our own routine in life. Mm. We're always, always get mad and say, Oh, you don't do this for me. You don't do that. And I don't feel sexy. Cause you don't do this. You don't do that. No sexiness comes from you. Mm. So do things that make you feel sexy, put on, Put on some lingerie underneath your jeans and or your hoodie and, you know, put a vibrator in your underwear. (laughs) There's so many things that you can do to make yourself turned on that will and then increase his. That's it. And empowering, empowering yourself and really having it come from the self first does really make a difference, doesn't it? You know, that's really, really does. And that's, I feel like that's with, I feel like that's with everything in life, you know, and again, coming back to that, maybe it's an age thing. I don't know as well, but I feel like at the age that I'm at, I'm a a little bit older than you, a little bit, (laughs) but um, I really have, you know, it's like this search of figuring out who I am and, you know, now that my kids are you know I have 15 12 and 9 so 
it's really that figuring out, well, what am I going to do with my life? Who have I become? Who is Suzanne? Because I'm not the same person who did microbiology, you know, and had a science degree or did marketing. I'm not the same person who was a bartender. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not the same mom who was holding babies either. So it's a real exploration. And I feel like in a way, in a way it can be so scary. Like with new people, you can just say, here I am. This is who I am. But sometimes with your own partner, with your own family, even, you know, even with the kids saying, this is something that I, that I want to do, you know, this is who I am. It can be, um, it can be scary, but I, one of the things I wanted to ask you as well was, I mean, there's lots of things. Okay. I remember way back when reading men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Do you think people, and truly I had a, um, I I was messaging someone uh, just the other day and she said, I swear they speak another language. I mean, are we, is this why some people need your help as well? Because are men and women just speaking a whole different language? (laughs) We're really not. We just want to see what we want to see. Mm. And we want to hear what we want to hear. So if we're not hearing what we want to hear, then it's a different language. Mm. So I think we need to really, it's again, it's that understanding, that overstanding of the differences of us, right? And I always, and I, I, I write about this all the time and I even bring it back. I, 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 I sometimes I recycle some of the things I've said because it's not resonating. <laughs> like we are different. Yeah. We're different. Um, you know, we have to feel you. We have to feel desire from you. And it starts with our mind. So if you can get into our minds then we can start with anything else. You know, you start with my mind and my body will follow. I'll do whatever. But is it the same for men? Are men, men starting with their minds? Men actually do. Yeah. And, but, but because of their makeup, they are visual first, right? The majority of men only see the physical um but if you don't have anything else behind the physical then they there's nothing like they won't have any follow through mm. so they are they are also mentally and stimulated a lot of them aren't very self aware but i'm seeing a shift there's a lot of men that are coming into this whole spirituality awareness self awareness emotional intelligence they're coming through it as well and they're they're connecting with that side of them mm-hmm. um, so and again it goes in with that whole masculinity and femininity training that we've received throughout throughout the world's history right um and, and i think men are now becoming a little bit more in tune with with that femininity side of them mm understand and that's how we becoming we're coming into that understanding of each other yeah so get it um but yeah I don't think that there's there's a whole different language I think men are very linear very 
very logical and we tend to yes be more emotional but we're we're both heading in the same direction mm. and we tend to overanalyze so if we just chilled out and said what he said <laughs> is what he meant yeah that is what he said is what he meant he's busy he's not <laughs> you know there's no, nothing else going on we tend to go into those overthinking overanalyzing and driving ourselves mad so we're, <laughs> we're doing it to ourselves we're not understanding each other yeah I think yeah what it comes down to and well I have to also apologize anyone who's actually watching this you're gonna see my the pool guy walking back and forth behind me in my window and as a result my dogs are going crazy outside as well but hopefully no one can hear that that's okay we we, we all like a good pool boy <laughs> Well, I think last time I had a gecko, a gecko climbing up the window. And now, yeah, now I've got strange men walking behind me. But I guess that, yeah, that goes with the theme, doesn't it? <laughs> um, do you know, it was it was one of the things as well that I was thinking of because I was saying I always, it, and it seems weird when we're talking about people and relationships to then be talking about like this sort of systems thinking and creating a more compassionate world. But one of the things, I guess, again, judging people, having preconceived ideas, yeah. uh, you know, the perception of what things are without having discussions about them first. I guess one of the things I was thinking there was I just wanted your take on you know, and this is on both sides from for women, we've got, you know, if you're so showing your sexuality, if you're so showing your sexual side out in public, you know, um, I mean, we've all heard it. We've all heard the things. If I wear, you know, something sexy to school for school pickup, you know, is it, you know, oh, well, what's she doing or you know <laughs> there's like this slutty sort of thing but then if you're not at all and not showing your self-confidence then you're seen as like naive you know pushover and then but then for men as you were saying there's like men especially these days I feel like you know I have a 15 year old son and I feel like I'm sort of scared for him that like he wants to be respectful but I mean, he's had the thing of like opening the door for a woman before, you know, for a girl and her saying, I don't need you to do that for me. You know, so it's <laughs> how do we how do I we know. change these these preconceived bigger ideas in the bigger world around us? We keep we keep getting two steps ahead and then we go 10 steps back. You know, there, there's nothing wrong with chivalry. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, again, I think. We, we put too much emphasis on trying to change everyone else mm. and we're not looking within. So the more you give it, give something attention, the bigger it becomes. So with any movement, right? Feminism, um, narcissists, we, we, we like the war on the war on, there's going to be a constant struggle against everything that doesn't fit with your own, ideals so we we have this especially now with this whole keyboard warriors and everyone's got an opinion and and all of that like but we're the first to throw rocks and 
you're not looking within. So I think everyone just needs to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Step one. Listen, you know, and, and listen to yourself, be, be, be okay being alone with your own voices Mm -hmm. and, and find the one true voice, not the ones that you grew up with hearing. Yes. No, don't do this. This is how it's done. And this is how it should be done. All of those voices will kind of make you mad. So you've got to find the one that makes you feel good. And once you're kind of, again, when I said earlier, I'm at the most peace I have ever been in my own life because I'm not listening to all of the noise online or from my upbringing or from my friends and their lives. And I'm cool. Like I'm good. I don't, I don't mess with all of that because it just takes away from my own peace. Yeah. So I find the things that make me feel good for me. It's I post, I write, I post it, I share it. Some people get mad at me because I don't respond to their comments or their DMs. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not here to serve your feelings. Mm. I'll do my best if, if I have the time, I will appreciate everyone. And I always, you know, do a, a big thank you every so often, just because some, again, my life isn't tied to that. I do live, I do have kids, I do have a, you know, I have a job, I, I run my own business. So um, again, it's taking that that need to please off of your shoulders and just please yourself, be it physically um, or a moment just to breathe by yourself and talk to yourself and love on yourself and encourage yourself. And I think everything else just will fall into place. And those things that you're having challenges with will work themselves mm-hmm. out with you as you're working through it. And I, uh, this whole, like, we have to change this and we have to change that. No, you, you, you can't <laughs> without first fixing all of your own shit. Yeah. Uh, and you can just like that airline analogy. I love it so much is you, you cannot, um, when you're on, when you're getting that safety thing on the airlines, you have to put your own mask on. Mm. Otherwise you can't be good for anyone else. Right. Mm. So that's my take on the whole, how to increase compassion and uh, break down systems is it starts, starts inside. And then once mm. you feel inside, then you can start taking some action, inspired action. Yes. You're being inspired versus reactive action Mm. reactiveness will never get anyone anywhere because you're just constantly reacting versus just it's interesting isn't it I am often saying I'm often saying to my kids you know or even to myself about things that you know for me you know awareness is the first step as well Mm. being aware that Say, for example, yesterday I was out shopping with my daughter and we went into two separate stores and each store, there was someone who was really aggro, you know, and they just, they, they just like were letting off this negative energy 
they weren't nice to the person at the checkout. They were like, you know, like really. And then perhaps they hadn't been treated appropriately. I'm not sure. But rather than even having a proper like normal discussion about it, they just went straight into like one lady said, yeah, one lady said, and I know your manager and I have one word with her and you'll be fired. You know, and my daughter's 12 even, and we, I mean, we left the store and she even said to me, why are they so angry, mom? And I went, I don't know, but I thought, you know, to be walking around with that inside you, there's other stuff going on. You know, (laughs) you don't just come to that when you're ordering your coffee, you know? So, but to be, I I feel like the, I feel like the shut up. (laughs) it's actually quite good (laughs) and be aware of of how you're feeling and maybe explore why that's happening to you before you go out in the world and pass it on to others that's it that's it because it's not if everyone is making you angry maybe it's not them Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it so I know that, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> right. Like, you know, as a mother, you can understand too, is that when, when our kids are pushing our buttons and we react, mm. how does, how does that work out for us? Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cycle. That's right. Reacting and yelling and screaming and crying. And then you go into like emotional victim uh, you know, m- manipulation and all of this stuff. And it's like, everything comes out. And yeah, like I've even learned as a mother to like, okay, when they're pushing me, <sighs> I have to step back and, and understand what's going on inside of me <clears throat> that I'm reacting this way, that they're, they're causing me from something so innocent, like not putting their stuff in the dishwasher. Like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not talking about, you know, stealing cars and stuff like that, yeah. but like, you know, why am I getting so angry that things aren't done to my liking, to my timing, to this? What is, what is that? Is that, that's the need to control. Mm. And, and I don't need to control this right now. It'll mm. get done when it needs to get done. And they'll learn that they've got to take care of their own responsibilities and such and such. But mm. my reaction to it isn't going to help anything. Yeah. Yeah, I love I love that. That awareness, self-awareness is so, so key. And being able to switch that off <laughs> from a parent's point of view as well. You know, yes. being able to switch that control, controlling the situation, all of the nitty-gritty parts as well, that's gonna help you with the sexual side too. Absolutely. Girl, when I when I can oh when I can let go and and not worry that oh my god he's looking at me from that angle that's not my good angle <laughs> like what we're constantly in our heads when we should be it's, just enjoying yeah. the pleasure like they want to pleasure us take the pleasure mm-hmm. why are you worried what they're thinking about your you know your stomach or your back or like oh my god i've completely changed that about myself and and Again, the trust in a relationship and, and a partner really, really helps amplify that. But it, again, it starts with me. I yeah. can't go into something physical with someone 
feeling like they're going to be judging me. Cause then if I'm feeling that they're not for me, then like they haven't established, like they haven't established that with me, but if I don't feel confident in myself, I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here to enjoy this life, every pleasure. Yeah. Everything. So why are we, we're the ones holding ourselves back. That's right. Well, so and we've, I mean, we've touched on so many different things. Hopefully everyone's paid attention to those. No, but hopefully everyone's paid attention to them already. But I'm thinking if you had to give a few quick pieces of advice to men or women, whether they're having sex with men or women or whatever, yeah, whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever they're doing, um, if they are maybe getting a bit bored, you know, or, um, ready to explore some other things. Mm-hmm. Can you give us, what are your top tips for how they can go about it? Add me on Instagram and send my post to your partner. <laughs> That'll help. And, and I, I've, again, I'm not even like, yeah, I, it's truly a tool. I'm giving you a tool to start a conversation to say, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Um, like last night I posted, I kind of need your hands so bad. It hurts. I've had like, I don't know, 2000 shares. They're going to, they're sending them to Mm. their partner or the person that they're thinking of use those things. And it's not just me. There's so many fabulous writers out there. Memes, whatever it is, send those little things to your partner. Let them know that you're thinking of them or how you're thinking of them. Mm. Again, it's that mind play or mm. play. Um, the the buildup, and and men need it too. They want to get excited. You know, yes, it's easy for them to just be on like that. Easier, um, but they enjoy that buildup, yeah. knowing that they're going to come home to you on your knees waiting for them at the front door like put that idea in their head but get yourself ready for that too make yourself feel good so those little those little things use tools that are in your phone send them um try writing yourself sometimes people can't articulate the words right there when the person's right in front of them so take a minute, write them a little note, write, write, write in your journal, get used to that and and give it to them as a gift and, and have mm. them read it. Um, I think, I think that's a good start. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like baby steps for getting you out of your comfort zone. I love it. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, how do people, well, I'm going to, I'll put it all there, but I want you to tell us how do people stay in touch with you? And now that you've mentioned that you've got a book that you're working on. <laughs> oh, the book. Um, so the, yeah, the book is in the works. Um, I don't know. I, I, I want to do, I, so I'm, I want to do the traditional route. I want to get an agent and a mm-hmm. publisher. I don't. I don't want to self-publish this. Uh, it's the romantic in me. I want you know <laughs> that way. See, you're allowed to have both, aren't you? You're allowed you to are. have the romantic and the sexual side. I, I it's think not it's not one or the other. 
I think it's hand in hand, really. It's uh, romance. Romance isn't a, a thing. It's not a thing. It's not physical. It's it's a way of being and a way mm -hmm. of feeling. Um, but yes, yeah, so find me. I the same handle. So sex in the six. So it's it S E X in T H E the number six mm -hmm. I X blog. And that's the handle for Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you Google on WordPress, it's Sex in the Six blog as well. If you wanted to go back and read the archives, welcome to do that. Um, but yeah, mainly it's it's Instagram and Twitter. Beautiful, beautiful. I can't, well, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I love that you are. I love that you're exploring it all. I love that, you know, you're, and you're done. I, this I'm is not done. Touch the tip of the iceberg with who I am as a woman, who I am sexually. It's, it's all still so much more to live and feel. And I, I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Now, do you tell any men that you're going out with what you do? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Do any of them get scared that you're going to write something about them or do they love it? So, so the ones that uh, don't aren't for it, who are like, Oh, I don't want to be written about. I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and it's not like I would ever use, I don't use names no. or anything. It's, it's, um, it's just more feelings that, that arise from the relationship. So a lot of them love it and it strokes their ego. They love it. Um, I, I mean, I sound like I've dated a million guys. No, <laughs> <laughs> again, not, not the perception that I, I don't care what people think, but again, it's clarifying that perception. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, yeah. They, they do enjoy it. Yeah. Well, and I love that. I love that you take the time in your day to have those ideas. Mm. Even. I can't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't, yeah, it's, it's funny. Like, so, but that's, so that's you. And, you know, like for me, I would have to, I, I have to like really stop myself and go, okay, let's think of something sexy. <laughs> <laughs> which for me sounds so I feel like I'm so stupid I'm like oh what? well it's just like anything that you that you <clears throat> focus upon right mm -hmm. so again we're so used to living our daily lives and kids and you just you do you get in that routine so now yeah. if you want to feel more sexy and and sexy again isn't isn't a way of looking it's no. a way of feeling mm. So again, it's practicing. I started writing a journal of just random thoughts that make me feel good or what I fantasize about. And it's, I didn't even, someone asked me recently, what's your fantasy that you haven't lived yet? And I'm like, I have no idea. Mm. I have no idea. And it's not because I'm not creative and I don't think of things. It's, there's so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I think I, I don't, I think it's get out of the, the whole, I don't, I'm not sexy. There's, no one finds me sexy like that. No, you, it's there. Yeah. We are sexy 
beings. This is who yeah. we are. Yeah. We're here for sex. <laughs> yeah. So it's just reconnecting with that. Very quickly, have you got a favorite quote? Of mine? Yeah. Or- of yours. Um, I'm putting you on the spot there. Okay. So the one I have in my bio, which is, is, is one of my favorites. It's uh, um, you show, you show skin and you get everyone's attention. You show some depth and everyone's afraid of heights. Ooh. Wow. So it plays on that whole stereotypical. Yeah. And even, and it goes for men and women and, you know, um, the skin is what is, is that first physical attraction and, and we need it. This is mm. how we operate both men and women. We need the physical, we need yeah. it. Um, it's that draw, the primal, the draw. Um, but the minute you show that depth, you either scare them off or they think they can wade for a little bit and, and then they can't handle the depth. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, that was, that was, oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time, B. And oh, goodness, thank you. I'm, I will let you get back to your, your normal job and the kids as well. But also I truly do. I love, I love your expression. I love your coming and finding yourself. And I, tr- I do, I think that you're helping us. I think you're helping all the rest of us as well. So thank you so much. Yeah. honored honored truly and I, I'm, I'm helping me so I think it, it's it's helping others as I help myself so yes yeah it's wonderful, well, a wonderful thank, journey. thank you so much everyone I will have all of these details in the bio and the links as well and thank you for joining us and hopefully you have enjoyed this journey as well I will see you next time bye-bye